uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you for all the people that's listening and chiming in. You didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. So I appreciate you doing that. Hopefully that way, if we can learn how to agree to disagree, and we can live like people. When I make the hard topics, I say the hard things, I make the thing itch scratch. So if your itch is not scratching, and you're scratching on the itch, maybe you need to look yourself in the mirror. So I'm not here for no drama. I'm not here for no nothing. Just to learn, 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 and edify. This is from learning situations only. So I'm not here to get anybody's hairs up. So, again, thank you. And hopefully we can agree to disagree. Tell me why they envy me. Lord, I pray you defend me from my enemy. Defend me from my enemy. Defend me from my enemy, yeah. Defend me from my enemy. Defend me, no, no, no. Two am like God tell me very. In Atlanta right now, you have something called Spelman College. You know who Spelman is, right? That's John D. Rockefeller's wife. Her last name oh, is Spellman. Last name is Spellman. That's the man's wife? That's his wife. The Look at Spellman down south? Man, well, Google it right now. Google who spelled. Who, go look this up real quick. Check this out. Mrs. Laura Spellman Rockefeller. Ooh! 1894. Name changes to Spellman Seminary in honor of Miss. Let's not talk about Morehouse. Let's not talk about look all these medical colleges. Go look. You think it goes back to somebody that's black? They don't. All these medical colleges go back to subsidiary and and, and basically names or middle names or third grand. These are named back. All these different medical colleges is named after John D. Rockefeller family. And you can trace them back. Just like you can trace back all the presidents to come from one entity, come from one bloodline. You can do the same thing with every medical college. Now, within the last 20 years, there's a bunch of new medical colleges that came up outside of that, which still follow the curriculum, but don't have that name. But when you start studying these names, man, they go back to John D. Rockefeller family, man. They go back to his family names. He owned these schools. That's why if you go and, and you teach against them, you can get locked up and persecuted because he sits at the head of the federal directors in the federal Supreme Court. John D. Rockefeller, man, he controlled the damn world. Man, him and the Cornegies, mess up people that don't have no doctrines and medicines, but they have enough money to influence because now you got enough money, you can put people in office. You can put certain governments in office. You can create the FBI. Guess who funded the creation of the FBI? Rockefeller did. He funded that. That's why it's an agency. He funded that agency. The FBI would not be the FBI without the Rockefeller Foundation family. He funded it. So what he did was he said, look, we're going to put money into the government system. We're going to put money into the school. I think it was in 1911. He created the educational school board. So everything that you learn from kindergarten all the way into college is actually the Flexner Report. Flexner 
Pornigy and the Rockefeller family came together with a bunch of scientists and a bunch of psycholo uh, psychologists and they said, we're going to create education. So whenever you learn anything in a public school system, you are being taught. You sitting on John D. Rockefeller lap, you acting like he your grandpa and he giving you game on how he wants you to be ran. Now, check this out. This is his famous quote. He said, I don't want a nation of thinkers. I want a nation of what? Workers. So you go to school to become a worker. Who you working for? The pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, when I get my shit back, I'm... The Moors ruled in Europe. They took civilization to Europe. As you already understand, the Europeans were quite savage. And, of course, we put them, took them off all fours toward their civilization. But we must understand the truth. We made them in the all four. They weren't... They're not an aberration or an evolution in nature. Therefore, they have very high maintenance issues because the very son of God that gives the Moors. Job 30 and 8. They were children of fools, ye children of base men. They were viler than the earth. What is the root cause of the pervasive racism against black people? Take a moment to truly ponder this question. It goes beyond mere hatred. There is also a sense of envy and perceived threat towards black individuals. According to a study conducted by the American Psychological Association and reported by Vox, black people are consistently viewed as menacing. You coming down? Are we coming up? You come up, you're coming down a lot faster. If I come down there, story's going to end the same way, just going to take a little longer. Real tough, huh, Buck? Coming down or not? I need you to ask. He ain't asking, he's telling. I need you to ask. So when I give you what you're asking for, we don't have any misunderstanding. Threaten us? You first. Then you. Then you. There's three of us. Coons are as strong as apes. Artie? Sure, kid. Keep that fucking mammy away from my kid. You hear me? We got our eyes on you, King Kong. This pattern has persisted for centuries, but what lies at its core? Evidence suggests that non-black individuals harbor subconscious beliefs that incite feelings of jealousy and animosity. Astonishingly, these underlying reasons range from the fear of losing their partners to being envious of black people's physical prowess, as well as anxieties about genetic annihilation and potential extinction. A multitude of factors trigger this jealousy. In this video, we will explore the historical reasons behind the perception of black people as a threat. Reason 1. Insecurity in interracial relationships. 
This fear stems from society's perpetuation of stereotypes linking black men to sexual prowess and physical dominance. These Ezekiel 35 and 5 Because thou hast had a perpetual hatred and hast shed the blood of the children of Israel by the force of the sword in the time of their calamity, in the time that their iniquity had an end. Stereotypes can trigger deep-rooted insecurities within the white man, causing him to question his own sexual performance and physical attractiveness. In today's more accepting world of interracial relationships, some white men may feel threatened by the attention black men receive, worrying that their partners may find them more sexually appealing. These anxieties can undermine the security of the relationship and create unnecessary tension. It is worth noting that there has been an increase in relationships and marriages between black men and white women, which could be seen as a growing acknowledgement of the sexual charisma that black men possess. Daddy, give me my baby back. Baby. Come on. Come on, honey. What you laughing at, boy? You laughing at me? You know who the daddy of that chocolatey baby is? Huh? You do? Well, who is it? Speak up! It's my baby, boss. Lying, I'm the father of that baby boss. Boss, I'm that baby's daddy. I be the pa boss. I'm the pa that they're young and boss. I'm the baby. <laughs> Reason two, white dominance. Decline anxiety. Radical white conservative supremacist factions often grapple with an entrenched apprehension regarding the erosion of their grip on white supremacy. They construe growing racial and ethnic diversity, progressive social movements, and shifting societal norms as direct menaces to their social, cultural, and political authority. White supremacist ideology posits that white individuals possess inherent superiority bestowed upon them by a divine entity. In the early part of the 19th century, the idea that Britain had a duty to communicate to those subject to its rule, the blessings and benefits of the European condition, held a wide currency. Britain's Matthews 7, 15, and 20. Beware of false prophets which come, which come to you in sheep clothing, but inward they are ravaging wolves. Imperial purpose, it was argued, was not simply the grubby pursuit of profit, but rather a commitment to bring light into the darkest corners of the world. Britain had to embrace the responsibilities of empire to which it had been called by providence. These wider global commitments found expression in the missionary movement abroad and the anti-slavery campaign at home, both underpinned by the belief that the great mass of mankind could and would be transformed. 
there is a the first half of the 19th century um, attitude which is um, in some ways idealistic and also rather unrealistic. I think there is the hope that as they, the other, black and brown others, become subject to British rule, uh, civilizing mission, the impact of Christianity, they will um, gradually, somehow, by some magic, turn into brown and black Englishmen and women. Confronted with challenges, these factions find themselves consumed by fear. This particular fear frequently takes shape as xenophobia, racism, and an ardent yearning to uphold traditional power structures. These concerns emanate from a conviction that proponents of white supremacy will inevitably become a marginalized minority within their own nation. Re Ecclesiasticus 10 and 8. Because of unrighteousness, dealing injuries and riches got by deceit, the kingdom is translated from one people to another. Inquishing the privileges they have enjoyed for countless generations. Political rhetoric that reinforces these convictions and fosters an us versus them mentality can further aggravate these anxieties. The Great Replacement Theory is a conspiracy theory. Those who believe it claim there's a sprawling coordinated effort to get people who aren't white to, you guessed it, replace white people. There's an old and pretty well-known history of white people believing this type of thing. But the phrase Great Replacement came from a 2011 French book that argued immigrants were coming to Europe to eventually extinguish the white race. This extremely dangerous idea is catching on in American politics. A fact that at one point might have surprised you, but now is more like, yeah, that checks out. When former Congressman Steve King tweeted about how you can't restore civilization with somebody else's babies, that's replacement theory. When current Congressman Matt Gates talked about an attempted cultural genocide, he even used the word replace. There is an attempted cultural genocide going on in America right now. The left wants us to be ashamed of America so that they can replace America. One thing people who believe this point out is that by 2045, the number of white people in the US will be less than the number of non-white people. That's true. And it's something people have been talking about for decades. In certain instances, these factions may resort to violence and intimidation as a means to safeguard their control and perceived dominion. Reason three, dread of genetic extinction. During the era of black enslavement, black individuals posed a significant threat to their non-black masters due to their physical strength and charisma. Numbers one and 18. And they assembled all the congregation together on the first day of the second month and they declared their pedigree after their families by the house of their fathers according to the number of the names from 20 years old and upward by their poles. Let's analyze. The fear of genetic annihilation arose from the understanding that if non-black individuals marry white individuals, 
their own genes would be rendered submissive and eventually extinct biologically. When individuals mate, their genes combine and influence the traits of their offspring. White individuals feared that intermarriage could lead to the dominance of black genes over their own. This is because of natural selection, where nature selects the genes which have more chances of survival. Genes having specific traits from a mother and a father are combined in their child. However, the gene having robust capability dominates while the other is suppressed. Since black people are better equipped for the environment naturally, the probability of their genes domination is more. Hence, if a white woman and a black man or a black woman and a white man marry, black genes will have superiority and white genes will be suppressed. In the past, only to this fear, interracial marriage was prohibited. The one-drop rule was established to maintain the oppression of black individuals. This legal principle said that a person having even one black person as an ancestor should be considered black. Therefore, they should not be allowed to marry a white person today as this cannot be added to the law. Job 18 and 17. His remembrance shall perish from the earth and he shall have no name in the streets. Deuteronomy 7 and 3. Neither shalt thou make marriage with them. The daughters thou shalt not give unto his sons, nor his daughter shalt thou take unto thou son. For they will turn away thou son from following me, that they may serve other gods. So will the anger of the Most High be kindled against you and destroy thee suddenly. See fam, the Most High already told y'all not to race mix. You're supposed to be married in the people in your nation. So, the Caucasian man, non-pigmentation man, got that right. Because the Bible said that you shouldn't marry. So if the Most High is telling y'all not to marry a non-pigmentation man and a non-pigmentation woman, and some of it, when they hear this, black men and black women, they feel offensive. But they know more than the Most High. They got more knowledge than the Most High. They was there when the Most High was making wickedness. So they should know. If they think they know everything. The Most High said, no. And I say, you need to do what the scripture say. 19 states have seceded. The United States Army ramps up activity. The White House issued warnings to the Western forces as well as the Florida Alliance. The three-term president assures the uprising will be dealt with swiftly. Let me know if you want to try anything. I'm just aware there's like a pretty huge civil war going on all across America. We just try to stay out. 
with what we see on the news, seems like it's for the best. Citizens of America, the so-called Western forces of Texas and California have suffered a very great defeat at the hands of the United States military. Mr. President, do you regret the use of airstrikes against American citizens? We're moving to D.C. today. We need to go down there. They shoot journalists on sight in the Capitol. Every instinct in me says this is death. What if... Every time I survived the war zone, I thought I was sending a warning home. Don't do this. But here we are. There's some kind of misunderstanding here. What? Well, you're American, okay? Okay. What kind of American are you? You don't know? <laughs> the Western forces will reach the White House on July 4th. Oh my God. Get in the car! Get in the car! One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. God bless America. Since 1996, over 6 million people have died in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, so that we, in the Western world, can benefit from its resources. Congo is extremely rich in gold, diamonds, copper, cobalt, tin, uranium, coltan, and many other precious minerals. Congo has 64% of the Earth's coltan, a precious mineral that is needed for our modern electronics like iPhones, iPads, computers, laptops, PlayStations, Xboxes, Nintendos, jet engines, inkjet printers, and the list goes on and on. In 1946, the Strategic Minerals Stockpiling Act was passed to obtain and stockpile cobalt. With the largest reserves of cobalt on the planet, Congo was targeted. Cobalt is a strategic and critical mineral that is essential for our aerospace, military, and defense industries. As the United States and the United Kingdom provide financial aid and military aid to countries such as Rwanda and Uganda, these neighboring countries plunder Congo's natural resources as the death toll rises. In four studies, the United Nations implicated multinational companies See, fam, this is why I tell you about them handkerchief Negroes in Africa. That's why I be telling Africa, y'all got to get, y'all got to get those Negroes out of there. The Bible says, the Bible says in, in the book of Exodus 21, 22, an eye for an eye, a two for a two, a foot for a foot, a hand for a hand, a life for a life. That's what scriptures say. See, you got all these handkerchief Negroes out here on this clown stuff, oppressing their people 
over white supremacy, colonialism, and KKK. They must go. ...in sourcing coltan from Congo, stating that these companies serve as the engine of the conflict in the DRC. As the world benefits from Congo's riches, Congolese men, women, and children continue to be raped, tortured, starved, displaced, and killed. In 2010, a leaked United Nations report cited crimes of genocide may have been committed by the Rwandan troops. There is very little media coverage on what is actually happening in Congo. When Congo is covered by the media, it is often about rebel groups. See, this is how the Jewish people got their hand in it as well, because they got all the news outlet. They getting all the, because I told you, America and them Jewish people are the same people. America and Britain, they are the same people. One, two, three, they the same people. They got the mind, same mindset, the same hate, the same colonialism, and the same want to genocide the people that don't look like them. Oops, committing mass atrocities. What these reports do not cover are the funding, training, and the arming of these rebel groups by foreign governments. Nothing is ever mentioned about the Western-backed coups, wars, assassinations, or the involvement of foreign corporations in the looting of Congo. 48 women are raped every hour. Millions are displaced. Over 6 million dead. Half are children under the age of 5. What is happening in Congo is a silent holocaust. See, and you got black men and black women talking about Palestine. What about Congo? You know what I'm saying? How the whole world is talking about Israel and Palestine. And this has been happening in Congo all this time. Still in that gold. Barack Obama has something to do with it. He had his hand in it. And I'm telling Barack, the most I got something for you. You know what I'm saying? You did some wicked stuff in the name of your skin tone. Because, like I say, because we got the same skin don't make we kin. And Obama showed you that. Because we got the same skin, we're not kin. He kin to something else. So, everybody talking about this and they talking about that. We're the realistic of Congo. Where's all the strong men in Congo that... And can get all them people out of there. Why is people in Africa is helping colonialism and white supremacy and KKK rule and destroy the world and killing people that look like them? I told you. The mindset of the black man in Africa is totally destroyed. The mindset of the people in Africa is totally destroyed. They don't know how to govern themselves. They don't know how to rule over themselves. They don't know how to defend themselves. They don't even have brotherly love. All they endure from British, United States, and Israel is the how to develop hate, how to kill your brother. 
The Bible says, thou shalt not kill. So how are you going to kill your brother for no cause, for no reason, other than white supremacy, KKK, and colonialism? Why is that? That's why the people that got the same kid skin is not kin. That's why they got to go, y'all. We got all these people dying, all these children dying, all these women getting raped. Ain't nobody doing nothing about it. They want to sit up here and go to, told you. That's why you got to get rid of that president of Kenya. That's why y'all got to get that rid of the president in Kenya and the ones that follow in Kenya policies. Because they're not, they're just a puppet of the United States. And then as long as they got their hand in Kenya and them other states, then they can come around here and steal everybody else's resources. And Kenya don't want to close the door off colonialism and white supremacy and KKK. President of Kenya must go. All the people who riding with colonialism, white supremacy, and KKK, they must go, man. They must not lead no more. They must go find them some, some, go put them in prison and let them think about the corruption and the wrongdoing. But that's all right. The most I got something good for them. The most I got something good for them. The most I got something good for Kenya and all them other people that fallen behind the same of colonialism and white supremacy and KKK. The Bible told us to pray for vengeance. The most High said, vengeance is mine. So he said, pray for vengeance and continue praying for vengeance. Because Kenya and the rest of those clowns that involved in the genocide of the people of Congo, welcome to the most high wrath. She's in Africa. A lot of the focus of my trip on the continent during these next few days will be on increasing the relationship, in particular from the U.S. private sector for investment on the continent of Africa, knowing that it will generate prosperity um, to the benefit not only of the people on this continent, but the people in my country as well. Prosperity for your country and prosperity for my country. What does Africa have that Kamala wants so bad? Joe and Kamala promised to make America green. They can't do that without strip mining Africa for all it's worth. Africa's rich with minerals, key minerals, the ones Biden needs to build electric car batteries, turbines, and solar panels. So Joe sent Kamala to Africa with the bag. The vice president showed up on Sunday with a big smile and a check for $100 million. She told him it was to fight extremists. Well, I didn't know there were Republicans in Ghana. And they happily took the bribe, I, I mean the check. But what are we getting for it? Africa's precious natural resources, of course. 
everything the power of the Green New Deal with. Is Kamala Harris the black face of American colonialism? Well, she's there for the lithium and cobalt, the mother loads in the Congo, and it's mined by children as young as four. Of import See? Now, I already told y'all, fam, I just told you. You got people in Africa is dumb as hell and wicked as hell. Now, how you gonna go to Uganda and give all this money to these people and American dollars ain't bull crap? They trying to get in there and steal all y'all resources. And this chick right here, she 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 don't even look out for us um, and black people in America. How in the hell, if she don't look out for the people that look like her in America, she gonna go across the world and tell y'all some crafty counseling. And then she married to a white man, a Jewish white man, so how, if this is why I keep telling y'all, because they got our skin on making us their kin. Because they play that part, don't make they got that good heart. But I don't understand. That's why I be telling the common man, the common woman in Africa, when you got leaders that doing stuff and dealing with America and taking bribe money and all that, they must go. Oh, Faye, how you gonna tell somebody out of their own country that they gotta go? How you gonna tell? You don't stay there. You ain't got to go over there. So why you gonna tell them they gotta go? Because one thing, I'm stolen property. That's my land. And I have, and we have a mouthpiece what goes on in our land even though we ain't over there. But we gonna get all of it back. That's what Africa and the world don't know. The children of God gonna get all of it back. And y'all sitting up here with crafty counseling with the, the non-pigmentation man and the non-pigmentation woman and kin. I say, people who got the same skin ain't your kin. Barack Obama, this clown. Kamala, see, they don't care about you, man. All they care about is being wicked and working for the devil. And y'all go out here clowning, oh, they gave you some money for this. They gave you some money. They gave a whole, all that money to rebels to go out there and terrorize Africa. But y'all, but y'all in Africa, y'all ain't got no heart, man. Y'all in Africa, y'all ain't got no mindset. Y'all in Africa, y'all ain't got no leadership. Because my thing is still, how in the heck y'all gonna allow a Caucasian man to come in y'all world and steal everything out of your world? And then he bribed y'all with paying him a billion dollars. I'm going to pay y'all X amount of money to have military on my country. And y'all went for it. They're a damn clown. The more, and it hurt me to my heart to say it, the more I hear about what's going on in Africa is the more I see these guys are stupid as fuck. Excuse my language. It just disturbed me, man.
they they sit out here and act like they ain't got no wise man in the picket fence. Ain't nobody trying to listen to reason and leadership. All they trying to do is be want to be the one that be lead, the one that with the power. But I fail to realize to you to bring you to light that that power that you're looking for is not going to happen. Because the most I said, we're coming back to our rifle space, our rifle spot. And he's going to get rid of most of y'all. The Bible says the earth is given to the hands of the wicked. So if the wicked is running the world and they giving all this stuff out, you continue making the world more wicked and you got clowns in Africa, is a bunch of spades, a bunch of retards. Oh, Faze, you're going too strong. You call them retard. You don't think it's retarded? That you allow 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 year old children to go be digging mines for all this stuff. You don't think it's retarded that I got all the riches in the land and I allow somebody to take it. You don't think it's retarded you got people over there promoting colonialism, white supremacy, and they don't even care about their nation and the people in their country. They on their mind is genociding your people and lining up their pockets. When the most high, like I told you, when the Caucasian man, when they finished with us, they did a doozy on us. They did a doozy on the people and our nation. We retarded. We special ed. We ignorant. We slow. We dumbass. We ignorant. And all this is passed on to Africa as well. Because this is what we are. And we don't have no land. We don't have no military might. We don't have a, a, a nation of the world that look over our back. These people been killing and slaughtering us for 400 years, y'all. You know the mindset when you slaughter people and genocide, rape, kill, and rob, and you young as hell, and you see them white folk hanging black men and women and cutting their dicks off and circumcising them and doing all this stuff? What is your mindset as a little black kid? You see the white man going out there raping your mother, taking your sister? Killing and destroying the men. What the mindset is that? See, it's the difference between your mindset and our mindset. Y'all know y'all heritage. Y'all know where y'all come from. Y'all know y'all forefathers. They stole that from us. They beat that from us. They murdered us out of it. But nobody don't want to talk about the truth. When I talk about the truth, the truth hurts. Nobody don't want to hear it. The Caucasian man, the Caucasian woman, the non-pigmentation man and the non-pigmentation woman in America is the wickedest thing that our, our nation ever seen in this world. 
And then they got the naive to act like they don't, it's not happening. But the Most High said they are their forefathers. That's what the Most High said. That's why they got. That's why they got to deal what they did. What they gonna deal with when the Most High come, because of the sins of their forefathers. But they ain't riding with that. That's all right. If we was warriors and we was beasts, and the Most High broke us down to this. And he loved us? What do you think he gonna do to the Caucasian man, the Caucasian woman, the non-pigmentation man, the non-pigmentation woman, the non-melanated man, and the non-melanated woman? What do you think? And he hate him. Jacob I love, Esau I hate. What do you think the most high gonna do to the non-pigmentation man and the non-melanated woman? Ain't nobody in this world, in this world, cannot fantasize the genocide of the our people. That's why the world, y'all gonna get it too. Because one thing, y'all still allowing the Caucasian man and the Caucasian woman to destroy and kill the children of God. Y'all got all the military mites out here in this world but you're not protecting the true children of God you going over there talking about them ISH Jewish people Revelation 2 and 9 Revelation 3 and 9 and Titus 1 14 and 15 This is what it is. This is how they flow. So what's your mindset, fam? Why are y'all allowing them to do this in y'all country, man? When is it going to be the cleansing of Africa? I guess when the Most High come down here and destroy all y'all Negroes over there in Africa. Because y'all ain't doing the right thing. Y'all sitting out here in a retarded state of mind and, and don't even know. Y'all LD, special LD, and crazy LD. And don't even know. We know the genocide of what they did to us. That's why they quiet us down. That's why they tried to submerge our voices. But all the Most High is doing is waking up his people. And when he get enough of time, when he said it, the time of the time is time, then it's all on hell on the world. It's hell on this world when the Most High come. Because this world sitting out here allowing the Jewish people, the Britain, America, France, England, Spain to destroy the true children of God. Top five youngest presidents in Africa. 
Number 5 Andre Rajolina age 48 he has been the president of Madagascar since 2019 Number 4 Mamadi Dambuya age 43 he is the eterm president of Guinea since October 2021 Number 3 Asami Goida age 40 he is the president of Mali since since May 28 2021 Number 2 Mahamat Devi age 39 he is the transitional president of Chad Number 1 Ibrahim Chore age 34 he is the president of Burkina Faso and the youngest president in the world Y'all see why Africa going in the way they going. You see, in the first one, they showed he seemed like he was a Japanese dude. To me, he was up under a whole lot of dark melanated skin, but he looked like he looked like he was Pakistan. And we got you hear all these talking about youngest, youngest press. They them Negroes ain't got no, they ain't got no knowledge, y'all. You know what I'm saying? If they had knowledge, they'd be more than, you know, they'd be more than trying to get what they need to get. You got all these armies, you got all these people in army, but they can't get their armies together to fight colonialism, white supremacy, and KKK, but they can get their armies together to fight themselves. Ain't no wisdom in them. They acting like they walking up in here, like, like, like they, because, because they, because the devil allow them to be a president or whoever they want to be they walking down here like they dick hanging on the ground they met they man loins hanging on the ground that's all right you weep what you sow you sow what you weep remember that a friend of mine once told me that if you go to any part of the world and you do not find a Nigeria, leave that place because there is nothing to do there. If you want the best engineers in the continent, they are Nigerians. If you want the best doctors, they are Nigerians. If you want good lawyers, they are Nigerians. If you want good people, they are Nigerians. But also, if you want Yahoo boys, they are Nigerians. And I dare say that as long as Nigeria is not at ease, Africa will never be at ease. We were so happy when the Russian foreign minister came. He was at home here. This is home. Oh, you should have looked at all the comments everywhere in the social media. Our people were so happy to have a Russian foreign minister here. We are happy that they saw it befitting to respect us and to come to us as a way of saying we respect you and we want to give you a, some form of an explanation as to what is really happening. We can't say the same about this one of Treasury of the USA who was coming to steal our minerals and our wild life. I don't know what she was doing. America can never be welcomed here in South Africa, in the African continent, because we know when they come here, they are coming to check what more can we steal and finish off this continent. See, this guy right here, I've been listening to for a while. 
and the other guy that I you just heard. Those guys are the fence. A part of the fence. But you know, how how can men men of wisdom and men of understanding is not validated in Africa. You know, if he's telling you right here what America been doing and trying to do, why is Kenya continue doing it, what they doing? And the ones that falling behind Kenya policies. Why? And these guys right here that got defense need to start mending the fence. Because one of the other problems we now have in Africa, uh, annual jamborees, symposia, and all these other things that we hold every year. And then you have a, you have a certificate and you lengthen your CV saying, I attended a conference in Kampala. That is useless. We are attending too many conferences, too many jamborees, which are giving birth to nothing. The next meeting must be a reporting meeting on what we have achieved, not scholarly papers. There's too many scholarly papers, refereed papers. Nobody is reading that nonsense. People are dealing with real issues on the ground. So we can amuse ourselves with scholars by writing peer-reviewed papers in journals. They don't care unless their lives are changing in the parishes. Otherwise, we are not relevant. Despite what professors write, despite what all people say about the problems bedeviling our continent, the problem of Africa is one of leadership. The problem of this country is one of leadership. The challenges of all our institutions is leadership. So Your Excellency, this academy to impart leadership skills to our commanders in the National Police Service could not have come at a better time. A good police station is as good as the officer commanding police station. If that police station has a lot of corruption, chances are 9 to 1, the officer commanding that police station is leading in corruption. And y'all see that. Yeah, I ain't just hearing this. I'm not just saying this. That's why I hear, I tell y'all, I listen to a lot, a lot, a lot of content. I just don't put it on here. It's for myself information, myself knowledge. So if anything come up, I can kind of regurgitate that up and let y'all be aware of it. And I tell y'all, Africa, they slow, they on the yellow bus, and they don't understand the mindset. They their mindset in Africa is in 1945. They got the mindset of 1945 while the world is at 2023. 24. Why you say that? Why you say that? If I go to, if I'm in America, 
If I go to Kentucky, I go to Atlanta, Carolina, Nebraska, California, Phoenix, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Philly, Washington, Maryland. Seattle, Washington. See, if I go all them places right, it's only one currency. Why in the hell do Africa got 33 currencies in one country? Why? Are they still on that? That bus that I be trying to tell y'all about? Let's analyze. The three currencies in Africa. Thirty-three currencies. None of which is used to conclude transactions anywhere. I come to Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, and I show my shilling. They say, what is this? But let me show the dollar. Oh, this is it. Let me show the euro. This is it. 80% of transactions in Africa are concluded outside of the continent in dollars. So you may have the central bank or the federal bank of Ethiopia or Mickey Mouse. You may have the Central Bank of Kenya, Mickey Mouse. You may have all these 54 Central Banks useless. Because we are not playing in the real league, we are playing. Now, then, they so slow about this, they got China stealing land. It's trying to ooze up in the land. Now, they trying to get the non-pigmentation man and the non-pigmentation woman the non-melanated woman and the non-melanated man out of Africa. Now, guess who's sneaking in the back door trying to put their weight in there? Let's analyze. Chinese are not just here to expand land issues. They're here to reorganize a population uh, preservation of their own nation in other countries. They're overpopulated now, so they're pushing some of them here. Not only that, it's also a 30-year plan to take over certain parts of Africa. So the prisoners that are being sent here to come and work, they don't bring their wives. They come alone. So of the 153, 400,000 Chinese that have come with the 3, 4, 5, 11 billion investment, that number could be much more. All of them are bachelors. The only few executives have brought their wives, but the rest are prisoners and bachelors who now are making children in Africa. And these children will be Chinese and African, but being African, these children are Chinese who are going to be educated in our system, who will receive scholarships to go back to China and come back and become presidents and ministers in Africa and by right, they are citizens.
because we're born here is a strategy in 30 years time you will call me back i hope i'll be still be able to talk and you will recite this when you have the first vice president the first minister the first president in one of the african countries being a crossbreed between chinese and african i mean are we seeing this happening go to villages and you see those children running up and down in Zimbabwe we have them in Uganda you have them in Kenya you have them it's insignificant now let's not talk much about it mm. there are women right now who are pregnant with chinese kids there are some who are breastfeeding chinese kids today and it's going it's going we saw it in Uganda Ghana the rollings the colored guy how did the colored man end up as a president of a country there's nothing we saw it in Botswana How did Cesarza Kama Kama become the president when he's a colored his mother is British and his father was Tswana uh, and the father was a president two generations later he became the president himself so it's not nothing funny this is exactly what is happening Chinese are see I told y'all that's why I tell y'all family Africa retarded they on their slow bus and they don't know no better. So, people in Africa, y'all just need to just slide back and throw y'all ass in the river. Y'all just need to slide back and throw your ass in the river or just hope Mosai just throw a bomb up there and blow all y'all up. Because y'all, 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 I don't even know how to get the word out. I don't even, you know, y'all, Y'all slow, bro. And y'all need to be doing better than this. Y'all sitting up here and people telling y'all this, y'all ain't got no y'all everybody want to be leaders. But you ain't got the leader that be effective leader because when you had that effective leader, the Caucasian man killed him or had something to do with his demise. Now Chinese people coming over there sleeping with black women and they going for it. Having Chinese baby. You know what you No, the Bible says you are what your father is, right? So all these black women that having Chinese baby when most I come they going to die. So that's just like the Caucasian man. When he have Sleep with a black woman and he have a baby by you are what your father is. And the most high got some the most high got a beef with the Chinese man. And you know he got the beef with the Caucasian man. Y'all ain't reading these scriptures, y'all. Y'all don't even know the characters in these books. That's why y'all need to go up here and find these watchmen that know this book and figure out who the characters of this book. Then y'all know who y'all dealing with. But y'all clowns, the most high putting y'all in the uh, 2 Thessalonians 2 and 11, a strong delusion. Y'all Negroes in a strong delusion. 2 Colossians 2 and 8, 2 Thessalonians 2 and 11. Y'all going over here, the wisdom of the white man, the precepts of the white man, the understanding of the white man, 
but not the wisdom of the Most High. Because you don't want to believe that the Most High threw 2 Thessalonians 2 and 11 at you. That you're going to believe in a lie. And look at all these lies that Africa in because they don't want to believe the truth that the Caucasian man, the Chinese man, and all these other nations are your enemies. But you want to ravage with that little, the money. See, money is stronger than value. Value should be stronger than money. You weep what you sow. You sow what you weep. And this is what y'all get. Yeah, yeah. 